It's that time of year when the thankful, grateful, blessed throw pillows are on your couch. But as you're sitting there and you're looking at them, are you actually feeling thankful, grateful, blessed? Or has life thrown you its own triple threat of challenges? If you can't seem to buy a break these days, this episode is for you. Today, we are going to answer the question, what does it actually take to become thankful, grateful, blessed? The answer is powerful. It involves an orange t-shirt, and I think it's going to surprise you. So let's get started. Get ready to experience gratitude for every aspect of your life, even when you're facing adversity and in a way that you never thought possible. Welcome to Gratitude Builds Fortitude, the podcast where we optimize gratitude, mindset, and mental resilience. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. I'm your host, Holly Bertone. I was such an overachiever that I hit rock bottom three times with my health between breast cancer, autoimmune disease, and debilitating chronic fatigue. So I became a mindset coach because it is my mission to help you get through the tough times with greater resilience. Tune in every week for inspirational stories and tactical action plans so that you can find love, happiness, laughter, and discover your own comeback story. You hear those words, thankful, grateful, blessed. It reminds me of what Mel Robbins said about gratitude is that you know it's had its jump the shark moment when it's a throw pillow at TJ Maxx. Well, if you're here watching the video, I'm sitting here with my thankful, grateful, blessed on my orange t-shirt. And you can go to pinkfortitude.shop to get your own t-shirt. And I'll leave the link in the show notes as well. And I'm also here to share that Thankful Grateful Blessed isn't just a slogan on a throw pillow at TJ Maxx or a really cool orange t-shirt. It can be a way of life, and especially during the challenging times. But how often do we dismiss this phrase? It's similar to, oh, just be positive or, oh, just be grateful. Thankful, grateful, blessed. Before I get into the science of how this isn't just a slogan, but a way of permanently changing the chemistry in your body, let's dive into the contrast. That creates this clarity. You can think about any kind of difficult or challenging situation that happens to us over our lifetime, any kind of trauma or relationship problems, financial problems, disease, grieving the loss of a loved one. The list is endless. Or it doesn't even have to be a specific event. It can be the stressful demands of life that add up one on top of each other. And it starts here. This is where the suffer cycle begins. And it starts small. And whether it grows or not, it all depends on your response. And I'm going to circle back to this in a few minutes. All right. Most of the time, what does this look like? We think about it nonstop. We ruminate about it. We replay the situation over and over and over in our heads. We talk to our spouse and our partner and our friends all of the time. It is the last thing we think about before we go to sleep at night and it is the first thing we think about in the morning because it's big and it's scary. It is the monster under the bed and it is how our brain is trained for survival, to keep us safe and alive. But then here's what happens. The neurons in our brain that fire together, wire together. Our brain now believes this is our new headquarters. So it starts to operate out of here. 
and it grows. Okay, what does this look like? This is your body trying to have a conversation with you to tell you that something isn't right. This is where the suffer cycle, it begins to spin out of control. Okay, Holly, what do these conversations look like? You're telling me my body's having a conversation with me? Like, what is this? Well, your body has its own language, and it's based in these types of primitive survival mechanisms. So you've probably heard the term fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. So let me pause for a second and talk about the science. Our body has what's called the autonomic nervous system, and it's divided between the parasympathetic nervous system, which is your peace state, your rest and digest and heal. And then it also has your sympathetic nervous system, your stress state. And this is when we exhibit behaviors that are categorized as fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. It's our brain and our body's way of keeping us safe. When we are being chased by the bear, we have adrenaline surging through our body. We only want to think about running as fast as possible to find safety. If we're being chased by the bear and we stop to, oh, look at the pretty clouds, or, oh, let's go pick some flowers, the bear would catch us. So we don't want our brain to say it's okay to stop and look at the clouds or stop and look at the flowers. It's only when we are safe that our brain says it's okay to do this. But that bear isn't always a bear. That bear is the adversity and the stress in your life. That bear is the colorful emotions, the fear, the anger, the anxiety. So what does fight, flight, freeze, or fawn look like? I want you to think about how many of these apply to you. Either yelling at someone or giving them the silent treatment. Fidgeting. The need to succeed at everything you do. And along those lines, using excess amounts of work, food, athletics, alcohol, even hobbies as a way to escape or to numb your feelings. Wanting everything in your life to be perfect. Self-sabotaging, creating the demise of someone or something before it has the opportunity to run its course. Saying yes to something even when you don't want to do it, or if you do say no, then you feel anxious and guilty about it, and then you over-explain why you're saying no. Fixing everyone and everything in order to create more control in your own life. Or, and or, apologizing for things that aren't your fault. Are you feeling this? For the record, I've done all of the above and then some. It's very normal. This is how our brain is wired for survival. We do these behaviors for years. And then we do them without even being conscious that we're doing them. They just become an automatic part of our identity. And then here's what happens. The neurons in our brain that fire together, wire together. Our brain now believes that this is our new headquarters. So it starts to operate out of here. And it grows. And it grows big. All right, what does this look like? This is your body screaming at you. This is where the suffer cycle takes a life of its own. And what makes this worse The suffering now starts to define you, and it owns you. It actually becomes an addiction. 
Maybe you can't sleep and you toss and turn and you worry all night. So what do you call it? My insomnia. And it owns you. Or maybe you become more anxious or sad. So what do you call it? My anxiety, my depression. And it owns you. Maybe you start having stomach issues. So what do you call it? My IBS. And it owns you. Maybe you start getting headaches. So what do you call it? My migraines. And it owns you. Maybe you start feeling run down. You don't have the same amount of energy. So what do you call it? My fatigue. And it owns you. Maybe it becomes an actual disease in your body. So what do you call it? My cancer, my autoimmune disease, my diabetes, my fibromyalgia. And it owns you. I want to be completely transparent with you. I'm not here preaching at you. I've been through the same suffer cycle over and over and over again with all of the adverse events in my life. And I made a decision at the time of rock bottom number three. I wanted my own comeback story. I wanted to crack the code because I didn't want my life to look like this anymore. And now it's my mission to share this with you so that you can create your own comeback story. The science, the psychoneuroimmunology, the neuroplasticity proves what it takes to reverse this cycle. So what does this look like? The only way to come back from adversity is to not see this as adversity at all. It begins with gratitude, but not from a list of three things, from actually feeling gratitude for everything in your life, the good, the bad, all of it. Thankful, grateful, blessed. Are you ready to reverse the cycle? Let's start by saying thank you. And I'm not talking about a pleasantry when someone does something nice for you. Although eh, that is an appropriate social behavior. So please continue to do that. When you're in the middle of the struggles, it's extremely difficult to even think about how any of this can be turned to the positive or to think about how any of this is happening for you. There are so many tragedies and atrocities out there. I want to be perfectly clear. I am not dismissing the tragedy. But let's go back to what I said earlier. And I want you to listen closely to what I'm about to say. Your response determines the meaning of this event. And then that meaning becomes how you interact with the event. That meaning defines what emotions come up for you. That meaning determines how far you enter into the suffer cycle. I remember when I was going through a divorce and I was at a networking event and I was talking to a group of women and one of the ladies was talking about her divorce. And as she was listing all of the specifics, they were either completely identical or really close to what I was going through. And I was in the middle of it too. And as she was talking, I felt so encouraged for her because all I could think about was despite going through a divorce, despite being in the thick of it, how thankful I was, how happy I was, how happy I now am 
that I'm on my own, that I'm so in love with my life. And you know what she said? She said, I hate my life. I can't even get out of bed anymore. That divorce is not going to change for either of us. But we both made a decision as to the meaning we put on the event, which then became two very different stories we told ourselves, which then created two very different set of emotions for us, which then created two very different realities for us. You have a choice. You can say thank you and jump on the thankful, grateful, blessed train. Or you can start the suffer cycle. And if you are going through a divorce, I encourage you to listen to episode 74, where I share my divorce story and how gratitude was put to the test. Now, I'm a Christian, so if you're listening and you're not, I want you to think about what I'm about to share through the lens of your own personal religion, faith, or spiritual practice. There are as many verses in the Bible about giving thanks as there are days in the year, so it's kind of an important thing. But there's one verse in particular that goes right for the jugular, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and here it comes, give thanks in all circumstances. Let's focus on that specifically. Give thanks in all circumstances. What does that mean from the lens of your belief system? Because to me, it means don't just give thanks when times are good or when you're happy, when you get what you want, when you feel like it. Give thanks in all circumstances. All right, let's talk about being grateful and what gratitude really does for our bodies. Okay, here's what happens. When you operate out of gratitude, and I am talking real legitimate gratitude, not the list of three things gratitude, it brings on the happy hormone squad, your dopamine, your endorphins, the oxytocin, the serotonin. And then, just like before, the neurons in our brain that fire together wire together. But this time, it's gratitude that's growing. And there are thousands and thousands of studies out there that talk about how gratitude increases your overall health and wellness, to exercise more, to improve cardiovascular health, have fewer illnesses, add seven years to your life, be less depressed, happier. Gratitude is related to lowering stress hormones. So you might be thinking, okay, Holly, yeah, that's great and all, but what am I supposed to do to make this gratitude thing work? You, you say it's not a list of three things. What am I supposed to do? It's the difference of gratitude being something that you do and who you become. Again, the neurons in our brain that fire together wire together. They send the signals to our cells how our body's supposed to operate. So we have a choice. We can operate out of anger and fear and anxiety and sadness and judgment and shame and guilt and resentment, all the colorful emotions. Or we can operate out of love and joy and happiness and peace and gratitude. If you had two glasses of liquid in front of you, one glass was filled with vitality, one glass was filled with poison, which one would you drink? Well, hopefully it's a pretty obvious answer. 
I'm taking a wild guess to say, you're going to say, I'm never going to drink the poison. I want the glass with vitality. So if you're never going to drink the poison, then why do we let our minds drink it every single day? When you can shift your mindset from problems to solutions, from life happening to you to life happening for you, from saying, why me, to saying thank you, it has a profound impact, a profound shift in your body, not just your mind, but from a cellular level throughout your entire body. You can either be in the suffer cycle or you can choose to be thankful, grateful, blessed. And when you can be grateful for it all, the good, the bad, the ugly, this is when the blessings come to life. Anytime I talk to someone or I share my story about breast cancer and autoimmune disease and debilitating chronic fatigue, being forced to resign from my dream job, everyone always responds, I am so sorry you had to go through that. And I mean, the response is completely normal. It's empathetic. It's human nature. It's it's very kind. But here's my response. I am grateful for those times because that was my gift. Without having gone through what I went through, I'd probably still be working at that three-letter federal government agency, and I wouldn't be here with you today, impacting thousands, the podcasts, the speaking on stages, the coaching. This isn't just a blessing for me. This gets to be a blessing for you too. And then you get to use the ripple effect to be a blessing to others. I have a group coaching program coming up that I know you're going to love, and I'll leave the link to that in the show notes because I want you to experience those kind of blessings, to wake up every single day, and no matter what the circumstances in your external world, that your internal world is operating from a place of being 100% blessed where this is your new identity, where you can say, this is my peace. This is my joy. This is my love. This is my happiness. This is my gift. Thankful, grateful, blessed. You don't have to wear the orange t-shirt. You can actually live the purposeful life. So thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Builds Fortitude podcast. And I will catch you next week where we will be stressing less and celebrating more with holiday boundaries. We have some real talk here for a minute, just between us girls. Can we have a conversation about what the end of the day looks like? I'm talking about that moment when you've crossed off all the things on your list. Okay, they're not all completed, but you're done for the day. And when I say done for the day, I mean you are done. And you sit on the couch to actually relax for a few minutes before bedtime. You know that moment of pure bliss when your bum hits the couch cushion and then you sit back in this heap of exhaustion. You pull the blanket over your legs, literally breathe for the first time all day. And it's not, it's not even one minute later. And it's your spouse. Hey, hon, your kid, mom, or you pick up the phone to scroll on social media and then your boss sends you an email you need to respond to or you see something that like, oh, shoot, I forgot to do something that can't wait for tomorrow. And then the dog's doing the potty dance because spouse or kid never took them for a walk, even though you asked them to. And it's that moment that you feel this resentment fill your body. And then you probably feel guilt on top of it because this is the life that you've always dreamed of. You've got a great career and a great family. 
So you might be wondering, why do I feel so drained? Why is my life sucking every ounce of energy out of my body? I'm here to tell you that the world is not going to crumble if you say yes to yourself, but you will eventually crumble if you don't. You deserve to take care of yourself and your health. And it begins by saying yes to you, which is probably the hardest yes that you're ever going to say. And that's why I created a very special private podcast series. It's called Your Comeback Experience. And it's specifically for you, the woman who has a track record of success in everything that you do, but you are burned out and something's still missing. And somewhere along the way, your health got pushed to the side. It's a secret podcast, meaning it's not public. You need to have an invitation to access it. And I want to invite you. So to get this free private podcast delivered right to your inbox, click on the link in the show notes or go to podcastholly.com. Super easy to remember, podcastholly.com. The link is also in the show notes.